Broads, are you craving something sexy in your life for you or for you and your partner? Well, there is no place that delivers more sexy options than adamandeve.com. Whatever you're into, they've got it. Yes, dildos, Benoit balls, and kinky bondage. Oh my. Oh my. And they have a heck of a lot more. And as if this ad read couldn't get any better, let's talk about free stuff. Free stuff. I am in. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off. And then on top of that, Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Just enter offer code chatty at checkout and you're going to get 10 tantalizing free gifts 10 and six free spicy movies plus free shipping what you can get it all if you enter code chatty at checkout that's chatty c-h-a-t-t-y offer code chatty at checkout at adamandeve.com mm-hmm. and welcome to another episode of chatty broads with becca and jess hello broads hello broads hey Hello, broads. Hey. Hello, broads. Hey. Hello, broads. Hey. It's the morning or the evening or the afternoon, depending where you're listening and what time zone. Hey, hey, or hey. if you're listening from space, because there's more reports of aliens this week. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah. It really seems like like 2021 or 2022 is going to be the year of the alien. And that is a fact. I'm so here for it. Come and get me aliens. Enter my body. Please make sure you're hot. Make me your queen. I can't wait to start a future open relationship with an alien. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, yeah. What did, where does the, what did the bounds lie gonna, with extraterrestrials? <laughs> I'm going to hold off on having a open relationship until my partner can be an alien. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, if I throw that out there, like, there's no way that Evan can say I'm no just to really that. Hoping they can like download knowledge into me when we have sex. Oh my god, like you guys are are you're intimate, and then they're like just. I want to know the secrets of the universe. Mm. What if? Oh wow, that's actually quite beautiful, right? I feel like that's kind of a hot movie, like a romantic movie, like the alien being and the person are having like as soon as they begin intercourse, all of a sudden it's like and the person you see all this stuff in the brain happening isn't that kind of like avatar yeah i but guess not. kind of oh my god i forgot about avatar evan always had a very weird affinity for the avatar beings and i remember we saw the movie together and he was like they're like really attractive and i'm like excuse there me was, there's avatar fleshlights you should get him one for his birthday as a joke oh i'm 1000 percent getting one i had no idea oh my god he's gonna lose it do you know that avatar um dress up like one get someone to do get someone to do full makeup you know i really should happy birthday um you guys should like, no what should happen is you should like bring it up like you should guys should watch avatar like the night before randomly because i mean when was the last time evan probably thought about avatar well but. the other day because the avatar filter you know they have that on instagram yes and i took a photo <gasps> of myself as an avatar and sent it to him and i was like are you hard yet <laughs> perfect he gets very upset about it though because perfect. he feels like i'm giving him a hard time but i just think it's funny that we saw avatar during a point in our relationship where i was very toxic and i was like somehow jealous of these these cgi beings okay check which is out. embarrassing avatar flashlight flashlight not flashlight <laughs> i was like well i could get him that too in conjunction with i don't know if this is like a spoof or if this is a real thing in conjunction with what looks to be like an avatar version of Hustler with 3D glasses. 
honestly kind of sick. That's that is kind of sick. <laughs> I like kind of want that. They don't the avatar beings don't do it for me so much, but like they actually they are beautiful. Okay, I didn't need to see this. Oh no, did you see an avatar dick? No, just weird people <laughs> dressed up like avatars doing porn. Okay. I, that's oh going to come up on my Did <laughs> Evan's photo come up? <laughs> yeah. It's just you with this crazy tail. Can you it's imagine? I know people always Google because uh, when if they are new listeners to the podcast, especially, they're like, who is Jess? <laughs> One of like the top Google searches with my name is like, what season of The Bachelor was Jessica on or something like that? That because, is so funny. Because people just assume I was on The Bachelor. And what if when you Googled my name, a like very racy avatar photo of Evan and myself making Here's love what comes up, up on mine. Jess Ambrose net worth. Jess Ambrose bachelor. Jess Ambrose husband. Jess Ambrose age. Jess Ambrose bio. I can answer all of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't know what my net worth is. You're going to have to oh look at your... Oh my God. One of the first things that comes up is a bunch of stuff about our feud with Caitlin Bristow. That's so embarrassing. No, I know. And I saw that the other day because I looked, I Googled my name because you have to do that every once in a while. <laughs> and <laughs> Becca, let me explain something to you. Okay. Broads. So here's the thing. At the the start of this podcast, if you if you didn't know, we were learning. We were learning and growing in the podcast. We made some stupid mistakes, and yeah. So basically, there was a I, I did an Insta story to address it quickly on the Chatty Broads um, Instagram, and at this point, the podcast was still relatively new. And then all of a sudden, I look and there's people, there's articles on people.com about mm-hmm. me addressing it. And there's screenshots of me like, and it's a day that I am looking a hot wreck. And those are, those are still the only things about me out, out there. I'm like, are you joking? Like at least like I was so, you know, I was this a new is another one that comes up though. This is like number four and this one's really cute. Thanks. That's like also that just a very old one as well. I like that one though. But then this one comes up. This one's pretty recent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's getting better. They're We're getting, getting better. better. But like that one, like Does Amber's I- wedding is a related search that people look at. Who's wedding? Your wedding. Wait, there's someone on the knot. Jessica Ambrose and Evan's wedding website. This is definitely not you guys, though. Okay, definitely anyway, not I got to get off the Internet. Definitely not us. <laughs> but yeah, let me tell you, I think about that sometimes. And I'm like, that's so fun that like the one I, I, I'm looking a mess. Anywho, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Um, what were we talking about? Girl, I don't know. So listen, Rods, we were trying to record an episode about like current events when we recorded an episode like an hour ago and we ended up just going on a tangent. We spent an hour and a half just talking about random music shit. So we've got to stay on target here. We have to stay on target. The music episode will be out next week, but it is. Yeah. I I mean, I really enjoyed talking about it because you and I didn't know. We had a blast. I think you guys will enjoy that. I think it's really fun. And we're going to have a playlist from it and all that. And that's next week. Oh, Girl, we are on such a tangent. We were talking about uh, avatars and then Googling your name. And then what oh if it came God. up and it's you dressed up like an avatar? <laughs> That's what I mean. We've really gone down a rabbit hole here. And I don't even know how we got on avatars even ten, in the first place. We're not even 10 minutes in. What is going to happen in this episode? Like, I don't even know. You said that you were feeling kind of like off today. And apparently this is what happens. We are just no one's holding it down. I am all over the place. My brain <laughs> is fuzz. Like if you open my brain right now, it would be just like a but ball like I said, of fuzz. Our last episode was really good. But, I thought it was really you good know, too. We're just, like, we're gonna have what we're supposed to be talking about today let's hold ourselves accountable okay news 
hot news. Hot off the press. Politics. <laughs> we Government. Love it. Uh, aliens and stocks coming down. Oh but, yeah, aliens. Okay, but for okay. real though, Ooh, that's there where were, we were at. there were more mentions like that the Pentagon, you know, is bringing up the alien thing more and there's like a bunch of New Yorker articles that are like, yes, it is happening. There are confirmed UFOs. They are they're they're talking about if you look up the article, they're talking about um they are aware of like how kind of how they function. Um how there's no way we could have any technology like that, how like they're able to be going the same um, speed as as any uh, as a, one of our fastest planes. And then like that do a full 360, not even having to turn around. And they're like they're like for perception for a pilot to make a turn like that. It would take like hours in a plane. So do you think that they have the technology to communicate with us? Like, it's funny because in the movies, we always have to, like, in Arrival, we have to f- come up with a way to communicate with them. Let's be real. They oh, be- they're-, they're coming to us. Like, we have nothing compared to them. And just seeing, like, them breaking down these UFOs says that already. I don't, like, but this is the thing about aliens when people talk about it. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? Like, wh- how am I supposed to, what am I supposed to, like, stockpile water? There's nothing, there's nothing I can do about this. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait until you guys have actual tea to give me. I'm just crossing my fingers that they're nice and hot. Like, that's really, yeah. that's really all that I care about. I hope that they're just like, you know, like visitors that are just like, yeah. hey guys, wanted to check out the place, see what you've done with it. Ooh, things are not looking good. Yeah. Hey, we've got this, cra- look at, check out this program we've got. Let me let's download it into. Yeah, they're just like, look at like we've created these perfect hydroponic gardens. And Matt James is like, I already I've done that, guys. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Like, I've already taken care of that aliens. Now, who do you think the aliens would want to use as their alien spokesperson? What about Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> what if Gwyneth Paltrow is an alien? It wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't. She is like the alien Goop bitch that they kicked off of their <laughs> alien planet. They're like, go be with the humans, enlighten them or some shit. Please Wait, Goop stands us. for get off our planet. You're genius. Thank you. <laughs> off our planet. <laughs> this whole why time. Why did she name it Goop? This whole right? time. Why did she name it Goop? No idea why she named it Goop. Gwyneth? Gwen? Is that her nickname? Goop? It's not a great nickname. I'll well, be real it's with Gwen you. Something something Paltrow. Is are those like her two middle names? Ophelia Oppenheim. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why I was thinking of a of one like, like that too. That too? <laughs> what does Goop stand for? Are we stupid? Did everyone know this? Probably. I you know I just I am pretty convinced that she probably is. Oh. According to Paltrow, the company's name came from someone telling her her successful internet companies have double O's in their name, and she wanted it to be a word that could mean nothing and anything at the same time. It's just a kind of... Isn't that so annoying? Yeah, it's just a very... It's a very strange word, and honestly, considering, like, Gwyneth is all just about aesthetic, very expensive aesthetic, uh, it's a kind of a... It's an ugly name. It's it's, it's goop. Goop. It sounds... Goop. So isn't there also like a sunscreen called Goop? Because I always thought that her brand Goop was a sunscreen. But I think that she has a Goop sunscreen. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, enough about her. She has a Goop everything and she has she came down from the aliens to try to gouge all of us with prices into buying the most basic shit ever that costs thousands of dollars. And she's just making sure that like we lose all of our money and then 
but by the time the aliens come, we will be in desperate need. Yeah. You know, that's true. Mm-hmm. Get off our She's planet. priming. All, yeah. Get off our planet. Goop. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Gwyneth out off off our planet. <laughs> There's actually two G's in it. It's get Gwyneth off our planet. Yes. If you look really, if you zoom in <laughs> to the to the logo, you'll see that there is a there is a there is a G right behind the other G. <laughs> it's <so> mirrored. <laughs> if you flip the G upside down, that makes it two G's. If you flip the G upside down and listen really hard, it's saying Satan. <laughs> if you play Goop backwards really slowly, it says we come in peace. <laughs> Okay. Anywho. You kind of look like this girl. Well, no, you don't really look like her, but I clicked on this picture of her and I was oh, like, Oh no, that definitely looks Justin like me for a second. Gwyneth. <laughs> All of a sudden if you, you like, find out. If you like move your phone really fast, you're like, <laughs> it's Jess. Okay. Anyway, aliens anyway. in the news. Yeah, aliens in the news, so they're coming and we're looking forward to it. Um, I also heard someone going off the other day about how, like, listen, there are like this person believes that they think that there are aliens um but they're like if any you of course hear- there are there's no question about it you sure idiots. yeah but he was saying if you think any um if you think any of these aliens that the government is talking about are real you're you're off your rocker and he was doing this whole thing like they're gonna use this whole like alien landing to like freak us out to mm. like unite us because yeah probably probably so there's a chance too that these aliens no matter how real they look could just be like holograms but I don't even want to go there. I want to believe that they're real. So that's just that's the path I've chosen to take. I mean, I guess what they actually could very, very easily create that. You get a desolate place. You stage a landing. You quarantine off the whole area. Mm-hmm. Easy. But the, the word will always get out, though. That's the thing. When people always think there's these far reaching conspiracies, I'm like, someone's someone's, someone's going to slip someone's up somewhere. Leak. Like, please. Yeah. Someone's got a big mouth somewhere. Like, people can't keep secrets for that long. You know, someone's going to snap an iPhone pic of an Some, actor getting dressed. Someone's at the, a family dinner and is like trying to impress everyone and is just like, well, so here's the thing. I was actually part of this. Drunk. Like, yeah, exactly. Please, 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 please. All I know is when I when I know I will really not believe what the government is saying is if they say that the aliens are mean and then I know it's fake because yeah, I believe in my heart that they are kind and full of love. Only for you, babe. Only for me. <laughs> <laughs> They've come for me, simply. What a weird thing. Like, can you imagine if all of a sudden we did have aliens that landed and they came for one specific person and it wasn't someone who was like famous and they were like, we've been they looking came for Amber. They've been looking for her. And they're like, she is. Yes, I'm telling you, when you're talking about the buzzing in your attic, that that, that like high pitched, whatever, high frequency, that me was so much more alien-like than ghosty it happened uh two days ago again i was sitting in the living room and all of a sudden it just like this crazy like buzzing sound Did you record it you no. stupid bitch. <laughs> you pull out that voice memo and you record that shit oh <gasps> I was standing on the couch, like on my, like the top, you know, my couch has two levels. I was sitting on the top level of my couch with my ear to the, um, to like the lights and then to the attic because it sounded, I'm like, maybe it's just the buzzing from the lights or something. And I was like, maybe it's out there. And I, and I, 
I couldn't tell like where it was coming from, but I looked like I like I looked like I had lost my mind. I was standing on the couch just like, but also I could just be like having like ear issues. Well, that's why I say pull out next time, pull out the voice memos. Promise me. Okay, I promise. I'm going to get queen. better at this. I get very caught up in the moment. You know, I'm not good at, 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 at do what I did with the possum and pull and out the IG live. Okay, can we talk about the possum for a moment? Yeah. I can mean, we talk about the possum for a moment? What is there to say? You know, I, I there was a possum that walked into my living room immediately because I document shit. In case the possum was to attack me, I need I'm that trying, on video. I need to learn from like you. Like in case the ghosts attack you, you need that I need, documentation. Uh, yeah, I do need that for documentation. Legal yeah, I can, I'm going to sue the ghost <laughs> for yes. all it's worth. <laughs> Previous owners of the house, the dead ones, you could take their the inheritance from their children. Can't wait to do that. <laughs> so the possum walked, baby possum. Well, see, like three nights before I had fed it because it was literally up on all fours in my window, scraping. Aww. And it was so sweet so i mixed some breast milk with some cat food put it out there for it ate it all up was really happy then the other night i was chilling in the living room gray was recording chatty bros love and the little possum just walked right into the living room long story short took like 20 minutes to get it out i needed the help of my friend so we could uh, kind of usher it out the Katie was on the live the whole time. We're talking about our bachelorette queen, Katie. Queen bachelorette She was giving Katie. me all the advice. I tried to get her on the live. She said she couldn't because of contract. I was trying to get Blake on the live. Yeah, where was Blake? Maybe with Katie. Who knows? <laughs> feeding her info. Well, that's, I think, what you said or someone else said. Like, what if he was feeding her info? But then someone else said that she used to live she used to work with a wildlife like rescue organization. Y'all, I feel like it's just in the stars for these two. I, I also saw that Katie posted on her Instagram um, that she was having, she was like uh, pouring herself a glass of wine for a special Zoom call. And then she took a photo of herself and she was like all dressed up and looking cute. So it's, she's making it at least seem like she has, she found somebody, which is exciting. Tea. Tea. <laughs> Well, I got the possum out and I found out what had happened. It had been like I had I was confused because the cat door and everything was closed. Everything was closed. Yeah. It's like, how did this possum get in here? Now I'm scared that it's coming up through the vents or some shit like that. No, I had a laundry basket propping open the back door. I found a little piece of poop in the laundry basket. So I think the possum had curled up in the laundry basket during the day and had fallen asleep and had woken up at night to come out because it's all nocturnal. And then was like, guys, the door's closed. Hey guys, can you let me back outside? The yeah. idea of a little cute baby possum curled up sleeping in your laundry is the cutest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty cute. Grace was like, so I was cute. throwing clothes on top of that. Like the poor guy. Maybe, maybe he liked it. Maybe he's feeling so. a little more cozy. I mean, he didn't wake up until around 9 p.m. or however. Wow. Whatever time. Well, I'm glad that the possum is safe. I also saw the Instagram that was started. Um, what is it called? I think it's the possum under Becca's dresser. The possum under Becca's dresser. Who, which what genius started this i don't know and then it was commenting on it like guys like yeah like responding back to people ask the possum like who who is the possum under becca's dresser i don't know but they snatched that username up i fast. mean god bless i this is why these are the moments when i love the internet these Me are the moments too. when i'm just like you know what it's a good place here sometimes yeah. because <laughs> we, someone we love it here. was watching your live got that that handle and is now commenting to people and yeah. posting on things as the the po uh, possum under becca's dresser yeah. And I love it. Yeah, I celebrate that. It's beautiful. It's it beautiful. really is. Yeah, uh, that's that's about that's connection. Yeah, it gives you a warm hug during life. Just a like bit. when the aliens invade and we're trying yeah. to defend ourselves. I can't wait until I'm uh, crying underneath a uh, 
a bed under a somewhere dresser, under a dresser with a possum as, yeah as the aliens are you know coming and landing on earth Murdering and i'm us. and i'm slowly just scrolling through the photos of the possum under becca's dresser and feeling connected again one quick thing i was going to say about the aliens about them being mean or bad okay we got to remember that's relative too because we don't think about it as evil when we're exterminating ants do we i'll leave you with that <laughs> Feel sad and scared. <laughs> I will leave it at that. When we're walking and we just like by accident step on an ant. No, we don't even... you mean when they're in your home and you're like, oh God, let's leave out poison traps. I know. And try I'm, to burn but up. But I'm saying on top of that, oh, yeah. like you're just walking and like you're constantly like there's yeah. ants dying and you're the not even could thinking about it. crush our planet. And they have incredible ecosystems and kingdoms underneath oh, the ground. God, right? They're freaking. There's like. The intelligence Trail and like thingies. We are like little ants, and I... they will crush us, <laughs> and they will feel no remorse because we will be so small and insignificant to them. What if they're really big? What if that? Like, what if they're literally? That's what I was literally going gigantic. to say. What if the UFO is actually just like a frisbee boomerang that they're throwing to their intergalactic dog to fetch? <laughs> Alien Fido's just like alien frisbee just actually <laughs> zoomed in our atmosphere and back, and it's like not it like we think that they're in that ship. No, it's actually just like a very, very, very small object to them, like a frisbee. That's wild to think about. What if the what if the UFO that we are saying is so big only contains one alien being because they're so large? What if it doesn't contain an alien being? What if it's like a small video camera type probe? I'm just now I'm really rethinking what it, like what if it's like a GoPro no not a GoPro like like a like a drone I'm 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 just really re- rethinking a lot of things because I guess in my mind I just pictured the aliens again that like we being always see being our size and now I'm I'm picturing them being like 100 feet tall like the size of a 10-story building and just stepping on us and like really not trying to be mean but like you know sorry everybody and they can't communicate us because we're so tiny and stupid yeah they're like so advanced that like they don't even we're like the little ants being like, hey, no, please stop. And they're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> OK, now I'm scared. They're just frying us on skewers. What if it's the opposite? And one of those UFOs lands and it's and it's <laughs> a like planet. a decent, a decent size ship and it opens and millions of aliens come out and they are like closer to the size of like caterpillars um so anyway (laughs) in other news i don't know what's going on with you but um oh sorry before we dive into other things can we take a quick pause yes we should do that quick pause maybe to organize some of our thoughts here i'm also about to have a full-blown anxiety attack with these aliens so yeah i need to think about things that make me happy um well i'm pretty sure in all my years on this earth on this specific earth that we're concerned about right now, this is, <laughs> that I've never, ever heard someone say they love bra shopping. OK, and you know why? Because it kind of really sucks. Mm. I mean, you have a handful of sizes to force yourself into. It's kind of awkward. And sometimes the changing rooms in the department store give me like doctor office Ooh, vibes. I don't like that. Not a fan, not a fan of the fluorescent lights, which is why I will never be bra shopping in person ever again. Third love is changing the game when it comes to bra shopping and broads. We're in love. Third love, the name sort of makes me think of aliens for some reason. Mm-hmm. Honestly, third love is so advanced in the way that they have created the perfect bra. Yeah. It feels like it could it's be some sort of alien technology. It's too good. Okay, first things first. The whole 
processes online. So already it's a it's a technological advancement, a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start off by taking Third Love's fitting room quiz and they ask super important questions that will help determine not only your correct size, but also the style that will suit you best. So far, over 18 million people have found their perfect size using this quiz, including Jess and I, actually. Mm-hmm. And the size range available on Third Love. Oh, my God. They proudly offer more than 80 sizes from cups double A to I from bands 30 to 48, including half sizes. It's pretty amazing. I pretty much always reach for my Third Love bras now because they're so, so good. Every bra is made with signature memory phone foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. Um, they're not only super comfy, but also really sexy too. Uh, it's the best of both worlds done in a way I've never seen before. I'm obsessed. Becca's obsessed. And we already know you're going to be obsessed. And we know a lot of you already are. I know a ton of broads that uh, wear Third Love. Mm-hmm. Third Love broads. Uh, Third Love knows your one Third Love bra broads. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they are offering your, our listeners $20 off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 20% off today. So I can pretty confidently say that the last thing I need is another thing to think about, like another line on my to-do list, mm. another task in my planner. But on the other hand, taking care of my health doesn't just happen. See, the problem here, I want to optimize my health, but I don't want to have to do the research and planning that comes with that. So I don't. I let Care Of do it all for me. Care Of is the personalized vitamin and supplement plan tailor-made just for you to help you reach your health goals and maintain maintain them long-term. I just redid my Care Of pack and I love it. Ooh, I got some new stuff. I am just... Fun. I'm loving it. Anyway, with the help of Care-of's online quiz, you can figure out exactly what your body needs without having to sift through the endless research or fumble your way through the vitamin aisle of your local grocery store. And after taking the quiz, which is basically like a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist, you get your personalized recommendations, plus all the research to back up what they're recommending, why they're recommending it, and how it fits into your long-term health plan. It's very helpful. Like I said, I don't need another thing to try to remember every day, but Care-of makes it pretty darn easy. Your personal well wellness regiment comes pre-packed in these cute little individual packets that you can easily throw into any bag or drawer. Mm-hmm. I even keep a few in my car because uh, me ch- too. Yeah, the chances of me running out the door and forgetting to take my vitamins mm. are high, yes. okay? But now I'm always prepared. Yep. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter promo code chatty50. That's takecareof.com, enter chatty50. You're going to get 50% off your first care of order, half off. We love to see it. Um, the only thing I was going to say is yeah. just a quick uh, a little word of announcement. Exciting, quick little restock of the Good Alma next week Ooh. on Monday. We'll launch. But also, Jess, this is for you. I'm so excited. We are doing, remember how I talked about how we're doing Zodiac teas? Now, this probably won't come out till, I don't actually know exactly when, probably like June. But we're doing oversized teas, totally your style. Like black on black stitching and uh, tea. It's like actually a natural dye charcoal. We're doing sex positions with each zodiac sign. So, oh my that god, will be so fun! It's very edgy for all you edge lords out there who are brave enough to wear it. But that'll be coming out in June. Wait, that's yeah, insane. yeah. It's gonna. Be, I'll, I'll just show you a picture real quick because well, these are some of the ones we need to redo, but. Um, I can't, that, that is the funnest. I feel like it is I'm so, so up excited. Your well, it looks like really grain washed out here, but like it has like the different, different like, 
Oh, that will say like God. Libra, Aquarius, no, whatever. So cool. Yeah. So it'll oh be God. really fun. I'm really excited for that. I helped design those. So. I love that. Fun, fun, ah! fun. Anyway, that's coming out later. But uh, yeah, next week is just a restock and a couple. Of that's things, so anyway. very exciting. And yeah, we fun. will be having some very fun things coming out fairly soon. Oh, my too. God. Speaking of you guys, you have no idea what's freaking in stock for for the broads coming up soon. I like, mean, probably around when uh, the Bachelorette <sighs> begins at the top of June nothing is going to compare to, to the launch of this. We have merch coming for the broads and the bros that is, I mean... I mean, let's be real. Mostly for the bros is... I mean, ours is going to be sick, but the bros is like, blow your socks no, off. No, the bros the bros merch is like next level. I am, I am tingling to get my <sighs> hands on it so that I can wear it. I'm oh, freaking out. I want, I want I everything so badly. I cannot wait. I can't wait. It's going to be... It's going to blow your mind, Brads. I'm so excited. Straight up. Ooh, so anyway. exciting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. So. So let's uh, let's discuss some current some current tea going on. Yes. Um, so I know we had talked about in uh, in the last episode that we had with Jenna and Jade. We were like, we hope to be kind of done with this reality Steve conversation for like a hot minute. Yeah. But, um, I feel like we're just going to go over the updates. Yeah. The, like, up, yeah, the yeah. updates about it. So, um, a few things, first of all, reality, Steve, um, put out a statement. So on his blog, he wrote down and it's quite long. And in the statement, he, um, you know, he covered a lot of things. Um, I will say, you know, that he was he was pretty direct about a lot of things saying the mistakes that he's like, I did this and it was wrong and da da da. Um, he also said that he will no longer be having friendships with people from bachelor nation. That's what he said. Um, can I just say something about that real quick? Please. I did not appreciate that. Just, I know some people are gonna be like, you're just picking him apart, but like him being like one of the main takeaways is I won't have close friendships. I'm like, Okay, you're still kind of not getting it. No, it's not a yeah, that's not what it's about. That's not what it's okay, about. But that's um all. so yeah, he said those things and then again, yeah, people will probably say this when I'm about what I'm about to say. Um I am a couple things. Glad that he put out that statement. Like I I am glad. Um he did apologize quite a bit in it and it wasn't nearly as much when like on his podcast when he discussed Demi and then obviously the way that he tweeted Demi back that I thought was extremely like, I thought it was completely inappropriate mm. the way then that he handled that mm. and put it on her basically by saying that you're just letting me know now. And then on his podcast where he then said, I don't have this relationship with other people. Let me prove it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Definitely didn't appreciate that. Um, so I did in his post, at least there was more ownership. Yeah. And there was more acknowledgement too, like, Clearly, uh, I can't remember. Well, no, I don't remember. But but um, you know, uh, didn't want to didn't want to click on his page to give it the the clicks. Uh, but definitely, I checked that out. Um, here's my thought, though, and this is just me processing moving forward. Like you know, decisions made for me. Like I'm not engaging with his material anymore. Yeah, um, I'm just not going to. Uh, 
but so he he posted that and like i said i thought it was it he he did acknowledge a lot of a lot of the things that he hadn't before and did make pretty direct apologies but he released that and like the day or two before he released that i had received numerous messages from different people and different like smaller bachelor accounts that he had like slid into their DMS when they were posting things about him and his response to them was extremely aggressive. Yeah. Uh, somewhat threatening about having them take things down. That was they were just reporting and their personal opinions about what was going on. Um, and then I received messages from certain people that had sent him emails and said, Hey, and they were actually pretty gracious. Like, Hey, I think and his responses that, like I said, again, were very, they weren't welcoming. Uh, so it's hard for me to like read those and see many. I received many of them and then see this thing that he writes and not just kind of go, well, he's writing this and he's writing kind of the right things now. Right. But like the actual the action of then the the IRL feelings that are then being conveyed yeah, to people who are yeah. calling them out calling yeah. him out excuse me it's not like you know so do with that what you will but when i w when i read his apology that's i couldn't stop thinking about that because i'm like i just i literally o just opened another screenshot from someone that was from him yeah. and then re read that and you're kind of like okay mm. well it doesn't feel you know doesn't feel good cringe cringe um but so updates so um on clickbait podcast which is Tasha, natasha and joe um they did an episode where they had christina shulman come on and they talked with her highly recommend listening to that podcast episode first of all shout out to to uh specifically no shade to joe he's he's, he's fine you know he's throwing in his, his two cents <laughs> there but Tasha and natasha are great podcasters like they kill it when i was listening i was like damn like this is really good and i had never listened to uh, a clickbait episode before mm -hmm. and so i was like okay like I, this I is like it's, it's very good they're very good podcasters um but Tasha for one i wonder if we could get them on i don't know i was literally about to ask you when you showed up i'm like do you think that they're like still under under contract like if they're part of a podcast that's well i mean they might be but like they're talking about our podcast and so like i wonder if we could just reach out to whoever manages clickbait and be like hey can we just have them on to like talk about podcasting and shit and like i would love to have them on yeah i would too it would be really fun um yeah we can talk ask. to them about their lives talk to them about like being like now prominent black women in the bachelor franchise mm -hmm. like i mean i i might as well try might as well try shoot our shot <laughs> um but yeah so Tasha specifically went into her dynamic with reality steve and let me say something we all have seen a lot of Tasha now at this point Tasha does not like this man. And she was very direct about that. She was like, I hate this guy. He like ruined like so many elements of my journey. Well, he was saying that she and Zach like that, that 
he was reporting that Zach had that she had broken up with Zach and that she actually then went back to the guy who she really was in love with the whole time. And that was what he, he was reporting. And she said, she's like, what people don't understand is she's like, that of course caused my significant other to, even though he knows it's not true to kind of scratch your head. Like where are Why these claims founded? And like, where, where are these from? Like, is it true? Like, you know, of course your mind starts racing. Like, why is this guy reporting uh, all this yeah. shit? You know, so it's got to come from somewhere is mm -hmm. usually the thought. But she was saying, she's like, I don't know what it is about me, but this man has had a vendetta about like out for me the entire time. And I totally forgot that he had reported that she was dating someone when she went on Colton season. Oh, I, d I didn't remember that at all. Yeah, he had reported that. And he was like, and and so she's like, so I started this whole she thing. She was wrong reasons, Tasha to him. Exactly. She's like, I have no idea where he got this info, like, or where she's like, it's 1000% not true. She's like, I had been single for a while. Like he, I don't know why she's like, so first of all, he starts off by reporting that I am going into a bachelor season, either with a boyfriend or breaking up like the day that I find found out that I got accepted to be on the show. Yeah. She's like, and then on top of that, then he uh, starts talking about my ex-husband has the ex-husband on the show. Like she didn't say ex-husband. She alluded to it. She, I yeah. think she was trying to, to keep, you know, yeah. his name out of the conversation. But yeah, had him on mm -hmm. talking about their sex life, talking about yep. shit. Yep. And she's like, I have never had a single conversation with this man. She's like, he has not reached out to me one time. <laughs> Her husband. <laughs> I've never had a, a single conversation with me. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Trying to be my ex-husband. <laughs> no, for real though. And then, and then she was saying too. So she was like, he, from the beginning, she's like, just, just decided to have a target out. Weird. And, uh, and she said, that he she's like, I have screenshots of him reaching out to friends, family, exes, yeah, all of it. Typical shit. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, so she was then, you know, echoing what you had said about this is, goes beyond people sending information. Mm -hmm. She's like he was like actively trying to hunt for information about me to try to dismantle my character publicly. Yeah. And uh, and then she also brought up the fact that she um that he her and christina kind of exchanged texts because reality steve had like you know gone on his live and said i sent apology texts to Tasha. oh yeah christina all that and they Tasha did not read the text on air i was dying to hear what it was Ugh. because but she showed natasha and joe and they were like oh god and she i guess it was this really long and she was just saying, like, the nerve, the nerve. So I have, you know, no idea. Well, yeah. Judging on the text that I got from him, it was. And even though, very again, and even though he said I sent them apology texts, then Christina gave, read a couple lines from his apology text to her, which was a I'm sorry I made you feel this way like since, I was only trying to help whatever right but then he said something like since you're deciding to you know join like like the he didn't use this exact terminology but he was basically saying since you are deciding to now join this whole army against me and like start this drama so he fucking threw that at her 
Okay. And it was just like, all right, like, see, th- this is the, this is the shit. This is like, this is what I'm talking about where you're like, OK, like so then again, as the as the consumer of reality, Steve, you hear him say, I've reached out and apologized to everybody. And the people who actually have the apology text are like, um, excuse me, this doesn't feel like an apology. This feels like you're blaming me. Same thing with us, like blaming f- us for putting it oh, out yeah. there, doing using the whole Taylor Nolan excuse of being like this. This was not leaked in good faith. Exactly. Like, okay. Exactly. So, so it's kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, and that's, that was the dynamic with Christina. Um, and then Christina also shared about, uh, how he had been, you know, messaging her back and forth for a while. Um, sharing things with people that were of interest to her that she's like, that nobody should say about anybody. Um, And she's like, there was a specific situation where he said, I have a photo of you and Dean. And he sent and uh, he's like, and I'm going to post it. And she said, please do not. It's going to be really hurtful. And he posted it. No, like them out somewhere. But it had. she was like, I haven't shared with certain people. Like, please do not post this. And he's like, and he posted it anyway. And so she's like, there was just situations like that where she's like, you're trying to have this conversation. Um, The one thing that I texted you about that I found wildly interesting is that apparently Steve used to for information send female contestants Victoria's Secret and Sephora gift cards I mean I don't I I don't I feel like that's all that needs to be said I think think we should probably move on Uh... (laughs) but uh yeah so that was that um natasha oh natasha also brought up the victoria victoria fuller piece oh, yeah. which and was victoria a- posted ours on her mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and i uh i i apologize to victoria i sent her a message and her and i've been in, um having some good conversations and she's extremely gracious and i'm you know very i appreciate it, it, was, it was very kind of her how gracious she was um, but Natasha was talking about like how Natasha got kicked off Pete's season and Victoria was like one of her best friends in the house. Right. Mm. And she's like, and I came back and all this stuff about Victoria mm. had came out. She was saying even like myself who knew her and knew that I, like I loved her and I'd spent a bunch of time with her. You're reading this stuff and you're going is, I don't know. Like, and it starts to, you know, you mind grind. And then also I just wanted to mention too, that Demi just went on Mike and Brian's podcast to talk about it. Mm um oh talk it out talking it out excuse me um and she uh was sharing about her experience with steve you know just getting into more more detail about um what she had posted about yeah and that was also a really really good listen um and in that actually so in the um clickbait episode they were talking about how reality steve seems to have only reached out to female contestants interesting okay. and then they were asking hey joe can you f- find out if like he has reached out to male contestants or if it's just female contestants and then mike went on um talking it out and said as far as i know he's like myself the guys from my season and the guys that i've contacted reality steve does not personally reach out to the male contestants it was only the female contestants that were getting like the dm slides and stuff unless of course then the you know, there's drama and the guy reaches out to Steve about something, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me, me either. So. Remember what Jenna was talking about, you know, she was like, well, it's interesting how Jordan, there was a whole thing about him having a girlfriend before going on Becca's season. And apparently they, that wasn't news to blow up for whatever mm-hmm. reason. 
Yeah. <sighs> and then Demi was saying too, and I thought it was like I said, it's a really good listen. She was she was talking about how she's like, you know, reality Steve used to come for me really, really hard and say like really mean things about me. Um, and then so I basically like she eventually kind of made the decision to like try to almost extend a hand to be like, hey, like, can there be no more bad blood, basically? And she said, as soon as I extended a hand, um, he never wrote anything mean about me ever again. So she's like, so of course, then when. Yeah. And we've heard things about a person like a couple people in Bachelor Nation who have had an ongoing relationship with him who he somehow doesn't have. Yeah. So then it's like, of course, it's just it's just, again, a perfect example with the power dynamic. It's like, yeah, of course, like then you're going to want to try to. Mm-hmm. stay in someone's good favor yeah. and create this relationship Definitely. and and yeah and Tasha was saying too it's like she had never spoken to him she had never extended herself to him and then he continues to just try to find out stuff about her on the note of Mike and Brian I'm going to do a little segue because uh Rachel announced that she's leaving Bachelor yes. Happy Hour Rachel is leaving Bachelor Happy Hour and she wow. said I mean she didn't really go into it she mm-hmm. just said like you know that basically things run its course and she announced it on their hundredth episode of Batch Happy Hour. Yeah. I'm just, that's been around for a while. I know. They've they've been crushed with the episodes. Like 275. We're just like, oh my God. That's a lot of hours. Um but yeah, no, I'm so interested, first of all, in who's gonna take her place on Bachelor Happy Hour. I know I heard rumblings it could be Tasha, but then she's doing clickbait. Yeah, she has clickbait. So interesting. Um I'm I'm really happy for Rachel. Yeah, me too. This she seems like she is. I'm kind of cutting the cord. I'm so ex- I'm so happy for her. Like she started, you know, uh, just her like higher learning with Van Lathan, and now like all of her success on television hosting, and she's just crushing it. She put, just has this book coming out. Like she's got so much happening. I know, and I'm sure like the the Bachelor Nation the book's not coming out though until a year from now. Oh, it was a year. 2022 oh damn february 2022 damn yeah well uh get that pre-order though yeah seriously um no but i yeah i think i think just probably there's so many awesome things going on that's what i kept thinking about like when all this bullshit happened with chris harrison i just kept thinking about i'm like dude rachel is crushing it right Mm. now like she has so many things that are so like that she's been so successful at and is like just continuing to grow and how unbelievably painful and frustrating that must have been where it's just like I have I have worked so hard to have now all these things happening in my life and yet this like batch nation cloud black cloud is just like hanging over me yeah and it's just like, and she she's done a single thing without no. someone, without a bunch of people in the comments being like, Rachel, you and oh, exactly. Awful. And it's like, and as far as, as far as Rachel's concerned now, it's like, I mean, Rachel is like on a major network television, like interviewing like a list celebrities yeah. every single day. And it's like, and yet still that's following her when she's done so much for this yeah, fucking franchise. I feel like she just really says it like it is. And I respect her for that. And I don't know. A lot of people are just straight up evil and and hate her honestly and i think it is because she is a truth speaker so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's the sometimes truth to some people sounds like hate to them because they are so closed off to Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. they they closed off truth totally and i i just i'm i as much as like we'll miss 
Rachel so very much. Um, in this franchise, I'm so ex- I'm so happy for her. Yeah. And now we should definitely have her come on because we always <laughs> she's always just has she's has so much going on yeah. that you and I like have always kind of wanted to not be like, hey, we know that you have five million things going on, but can you also add us to, the, to your list? Well, we should tell her that we want to we want to be on the circuit when she starts doing press for her book. Yes, 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 yes. I, I would just love to have a conversation with her. Me too. Oh my goodness. Um, also, speaking of Chris Harrison, the other day, yes, the photo that Chris Harrison Wait, posted. We, let's, let's take a quick pause and then let's get into the photo. Okay, sure. Let's get let's tease <laughs> it. Let's, let's drop a little tease. Okay, broads. Listen, drinking wine is supposed to be relaxing, stress relieving, a good time all around, right? And I will say the drinking part usually is all of those things, but picking out the right wine to drink. Uh, cut to me aimlessly walking up and down the aisle for way too long, second guessing myself a million times and grabbing a bottle solely based off the label and then drinking it, but probably not enjoying it because I just got the wine for the picture on the bottle. <laughs> not fully satisfied. All in all, not a great relaxing experience. I mean, it's great if you're trying to go art shopping, artwork shopping, great. but not if you're trying to have I'm a try- good glass I'm trying of wine. To drink that art. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> okay. If you can relate, then you definitely have to try First Leaf. First Leaf is a fully customized wine club that sends you curated boxes of wine that you are guaranteed to love how you may be asking can they guarantee that well unlike other wine clubs first leaf uses a one-of-a-kind algorithm in parallel with your feedback to curate wine recommendations just for you the more wines you taste and review the better first leaf knows your palate and the more customized your shipments get Mm -hmm. before joining first leaf i was convinced i was a white wine drinker for life but Mm. then First Leaf started to send me reds based off of my reviews, and I can honestly say I may be converted. I'm really enjoying these reds that they're sending me. Wow. Thanks to their algorithm, they were able to figure out what types of reds I would like best, and turns out I had been trying the wrong ones for my palate, okay? My wine world is rapidly expanding, and I can't say I'm mad about it. Save time, money, and stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. Join today, and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. What a deal. Holy smokes. Uh, So, Broads, next month is officially Mental Health Awareness Month, but I firmly believe that we all need more than one month a year to prioritize our mental well-being. In fact, I'd say all 12 months of the year should be focused on your mental health, which is now easier than ever before with the help of Talkspace. Honestly, when you take the time to prioritize your mental well-being, a whole lot of other areas of your life will start to reap the rewards of that. Mm -hmm. Your relationships, your career, your overall happiness, all can be impacted when you take the time to focus on yourself and your mental well-being i cannot recommend talkspace enough if you're thinking about exploring therapy because talkspace is the online therapy platform that makes mental health services available to anyone who needs them you simply create an account online you match with your licensed therapist and you can begin therapy that very same day you'll be able to send unlimited messages to your therapist 24 7 five days a week and for a fraction of a uh, for a fraction of the cost of an in-person therapist Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists and over 40 specialties. No matter what you're going through, the therapist can help you uh, navigate it out there. I really look forward to taking uh, the time to talk to my therapist on Talkspace. Sometimes even just having a person to listen makes all the difference. And again, I can't echo the, the affordability 
the affordability is really incredible. Not to mention like, well, maybe this is an LA thing, but sometimes it can, there can be like wait lists for therapists. Like it's going to take weeks to get a session. Oh you no, get like a session the same no, day. No, legit. I'm like, I need to have a therapy session right now. And they're like, okay, well I can book you out uh, if in four and a half months. And I'm like, oh my God. I need to talk to somebody now. <laughs> well, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace where you don't have any of those problems. To match the licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code chatty to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's chatty and Talkspace.com. So Chris Harrison's picture. Yeah. Chris Harrison has been pretty radio silent in general for the past few months. And he posted a photo uh, when Colton came out in support of Colton. Other than that, he's been quiet. Well, of course, because that's the biggest, like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I could go off. I just feels like so performative to me to be like, look, I'm an ally. Yeah. And then also like cloudy clickbait too mm-hmm. it's like oh my god double tap and we're all just gonna ignore the fact that colton's a fucking stalker uh-huh okay uh-huh well speaking of uh clickbait oh my he knew what he he is taking a page out of the influencer book isn't he all right he i mean this man i mean this man has too too much time I on his hands right now with them like it's not even like it is beyond any of the shit that happened with Rachel. I'm just like so annoyed with and over him at this point. We already were annoyed and over him. Oh, like we had been done for a long time. For years. For like for literally the past two years, we'd been trolling. Like, okay, this man, man is we just been trolling getting, him. He just thinks he's hot shit. Now. I think the first season that we covered, we kept calling him daddy, which now makes my body hurt. But now but then we realized we're like, actually, no, this is a hard pass for us. And we now believe that he, you know, is somehow connected with the underworld. Um <laughs> But he posts this photo as a hard post of him and Lauren Zima and everyone's freaking out about it, saying congratulations, like thinking it's a wedding photo. The second I saw it. Yeah, you knew it was I knew it was clickbait because this man intentionally posted a black and white photo. It's clearly from a wedding and he is dressed in a suit and Lauren is probably in a bridesmaid's dress. That's right. maybe like, you know, a light cream or like any any color that's not dark because it's a black and white photo. So it looks like Lauren Zima is in a wedding dress and yeah. he is in a, a wedding suit and they're kissing. And it says, I'd stop the world and melt with you. At Lauren Zima. Okay. And then this is what really drove me fucking nuts. It wasn't until hours later. Obviously, he knew what the buzz was about. I'm sure he had Bachelor alum texting him being of like, Of course, congrats, being like, what whatever. the heck? Why didn't you tell us? Yeah. Then he adds in the caption, hours and hours later after baiting everyone, there's no one I'd rather celebrate love with and I'll be your plus one anytime. Fucking knew exactly what he was doing. I'm dead. Date card pod commented on it. How's the anti-racism training going? Oh my God. <laughs> Legends. But it was, I mean, the most clickbaity, like he 1000% knew that people were going to think that him and Lauren Zima had done a quick wedding or and eloped Lauren, somewhere. Lauren, of course, comments later on. I love you so much and appreciate all the congrats. This bridesmaid dress is really living above its potential. A head slap like ha 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 as if we didn't know like you two one thousand percent you took the photo you guys were laughing about how you know it's gonna look a certain way you put it in black and white because it looks like a wedding photo yeah. it looks like a wedding dress and come on 
It's like you said, it's influencer 101. Yeah. 101. Yeah. Chris is out here wilding out, being like, <laughs> he's, yeah. been, he's been trapped inside. He's just been golfing every single day of the week and he's bored and he wants to stir some shit up and he wants to be on the news again. He's sick of not being in the news because he's used to being in the news. You know, it's like, what they say, to- it's like what they say about bachelor people. They're like mm, trying to be relevant. Yeah, trying exactly. to stay relevant. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, it's been a long time since I had a, <sighs> I was on the E! News Instagram page. And so he knew that if he posted that, then he'd wind up on E! News Instagram, you know, and bada bing, bada boom. I'm pretty sure it's up there. Uh... <laughs> I have to say this too, uh, just bachelor still, but it was everywhere this weekend. All these bachelor alum were hanging out and a photo was posted that was very snuggly with, Oh my God. Yes. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. I'm glad you remembered with Mike Johnson and Abigail. It was very snuggly. Like I kept looking at it like, Okay, so he, he was like kind of really up, all up in like he was her like face, nestled like nestled in her, her hair. Yes, he yeah, was sniffing that beautiful and hair. And she was kind of just like, mm, like there was face, like her face was kind of like smug. Uh, and I kept looking at the photo, like, is there any way this is a friend vibe? I wasn't getting no friend vibe. I wasn't getting a friend vibe, but okay, so okay. at one point, Mike had said. Um, I don't know what podcast it was on or live it was on that he is interested, I believe, in uh, in someone who was on the most recent season on Matt's season. Okay. So he definitely said, but he didn't drop who it was. And but it was someone from New York. OK, so some people, because of, I think, some uh, social media interactions were guessing Piper. Mm-hmm. They had kind of had been commenting mm-hmm. on each other's things, thinking maybe it's Piper that, that mm-hmm. Mike's interested in. But now he posted this photo all cuddly with Abigail. So maybe there's two options because both of them are in New York. Either him and Abigail are maybe hitting it off and he's interested in Abigail. She's interested in him or Abigail and him are really good friends now because she's like besties with Piper. But Mike and Piper are the ones who are actually romantically connected. And Abigail and Mike are like good friends now. Yeah. Well, a rep for Mike said they are newly acquainted friends and are not dating. But that doesn't mean that. I mean, they're not they're not dating, maybe, but like they might still like each other. But I have this feeling that Mike likes Piper. Uh huh. And that Abigail and Piper are really good friends. And Uh so like they're all hanging out. And, you know, like then you're all becoming good friends because I feel like it's a I I feel like it's a move to post a photo of you guys super cuddly Uh if you do like each other. Yeah. Before paradise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm more inclined to think. I like that thought that it's like, yeah, maybe she's all buddy buddies with him because she's like, oh, my God, he's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like best friends hanging out in New York all the time. Then Mike comes and and went to visit them. New York is the new L.A. Apparently. I mean, obviously, like nothing is happening around here. There's no bachelor movement. Right. It's all the wash. Because New York's (laughs) even more open. I think it is. It is way more. It's definitely more open than L.A. But no, everyone's going to New York. Everyone's moving to New York. But that's the thing. Like L.A. was the new New York. So then is New York the new New York again? 
I maybe <laughs> I remember during the beginning of the pandy that uh, everyone the, was moving out of New York, and there was like this art, this big article written saying yeah. that like New York is dead, and everyone was like panicking, saying like the 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 crumbling of New York has begun, and like now here we are, and it looks like everyone's like moving to New York. So as far as Bachelor goes, at least, no, <laughs> but honestly, nothing matters in this right, world except for Bachelor. bachelor. Mm-hmm. So like, there's really no. I mean, that's I it. won't be moving there. Famous last words. Watch me three years later be living there. <laughs> I wish that I had it in me to move to New York. I just feel like I'm not cut out for it. I don't think I'm cut out for it. No, I know I'm not, but I don't feel bad about it at all. I complain about having to like go pick up groceries, like let alone having to like take the subway and like be like carrying them all. Have you ever tried to go to Trader Joe's in New York? I can barely go to Trader Joe's in Los Angeles. So it uh, is hell. Going to Trader Joe's in New York, in my experience, New York broads back me up. It's like shopping during the pan, the beginning of the pandemic Just every, every day. day. <laughs> oh, my God. Like lines around the aisles. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's bad. I have never been grocery shopping in New York. Whenever I've gone to New York, New York I've just like stayed at a hotel. And plus, if you're not wealthy, like I'm talking so wealthy, expensive. you like live in an apartment that's like five stories up and there's like no elevator like that's like a normal yeah. thing yeah and then you like find a couch on the side of the road or whatever and then you and your friends have to try to bring that couch up five just, flights of stairs it's a lot of it feels like a lot of work and i have like i have high admiration for the people who are in new york crushing yeah, it Yeah, i don't have that drive in me. I, I don't think i think i'm too lazy 100 i think I've, I've born and raised on the west coast where it's just like yeah you we'll think i want to shovel later. snow <laughs> i'm just like it gets a little chilly here and i won't stop complaining um we got uh the, the this home that we're currently living in when we moved up it has a slanted driveway that has like a bit of an incline and i bitched about it like every single day like having to bring groceries <laughs> up just should. an incline i'm just like oh my god as this you takes should so long and I was just complaining about it constantly. Like, yeah, I'll like say it to someone, you know, I'll be like from New York. I'll be like, oh, you know, my house is pretty small, you know, like twelve hundred square feet. And they're like, it's so funny how bitch. it's so funny how relative that is, because then like when you say that to somebody who lives maybe in like the Texas area yeah, or whatever. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so you have like this small place. I actually really like. Well, I've only been really to Austin, but loved do you, it. Do you know, I have never been to Austin. It's no, no, I've so never, I've never been to Texas at all, and I'm dying to go. I've been to Dallas, and I've been to Austin. Dallas was pretty briefly, so I can't really say anything. But you would love Austin. I want to go to Austin so bad. That's a fun <sighs> weekend girls trip. Okay, can we do it? We could do it. I love. I like. There are so many places that I want to go that I haven't been. I'm. I'm actually. Honestly, it's a better couples trip. Like you and Evan should plan a weekend oh, really? to go to Austin. Okay. Because Tic- tickets are so cheap, dude. It's like one twenty round trip. Really? Yes. And you can get a sick Airbnb for pretty inexpensive. I too. just like listen. You guys should plan that. I would love to do that. I. I'm actually embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. You haven't been to many states. N- no. Yeah. Like it's. It's actually like. When people start to have conversations about like, oh, I've been here. I'm like, I am humiliated okay. by the lack of places I've been. Um, I want to go to Austin. I want to go to Texas Bitch, in general. I, I want to go to Louisiana really bad. Listen to me. I don't know about Louisiana, but listen to me. You guys go to like Palm Springs or San Diego, wherever, all the fucking time. All the time. Palm Springs, especially. And you're and Ember sometimes stays with your mom or whatever. Dude. Yeah, not she's all typically the time. with not us. Time, yeah. But- Every, look enough off whatever let's yeah. say once every three months yeah 
take that time and just the flight to Austin's like three hours. You can go Friday, Sunday, no prob, girl. I need to do it. Do you know what what always happens? Or even New York. I've done I've done like four like what always you know, happens is, hour trip to New York. is we always plan these like Palm Springs things like the day before. Yeah, yeah you know, I didn't, we do the same thing. It's always like, oh my God, Evan, you had work get canceled and I'm free here and my mom can take the baby. Like we're going to go. Well, here's like, what you do. I got to plan this do. ahead of time. Here's what you do. You get, you drink like a couple glasses of wine. Okay. You get on your computer. Okay. You start looking up flights. You see how cheap the flights are. You book the flights. Then you start looking on Airbnb. You find an Airbnb for those dates. You book the flights. Book bada bing, bada boom. You text your mom two months out. Hey, take Ember for the weekend. Bada bing, bada boom. She can't say no. You're out. Okay. You're, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do you it. You got to do it. That's like really the thing. You literally get buzzed because otherwise you'll overthink the tickets. Yeah, and they'll be like, be like, oh, like, oh, oh shit. And be like, but uh, then when you're drunk, you're like, whatever. It's 120 bucks. Like I can I can pay 40 bucks to get the trip refund yeah, thing. And I'm not getting any younger, you know. I want to go to Austin. Spry. I also Nashville. Have you been like, to Seattle? Yes, I love Seattle. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys could easily do weekend trips yeah, to Seattle yeah. too. Bring Ember, honestly. Yeah, she would love. I, I I bet some bronzel babysitter while you guys go out <laughs> on the town. Just be passing her around. I uh, Nashville is what's calling my name right now. I am going to like I must be in Nashville. I want to be in Nashville, in Nashville so badly. I've I know, never been. I you've never been to Nashville. I love nashville so much i gotta go actually because one of my friends just moved to uh alabama really close which is only like two two hours she only lives like two hours from nashville. we can go to nashville I, I, listen i nashville was one of those places where i went and i begged evan for the next like three months like can we please move to nashville please mm-hmm. i'm begging you and he would look at me every day when i when i begged him and he said well, both of our jobs are like permanently in Los Angeles. So do you want to just quit our jobs and move to L- or to Nashville? And I was like, well, not really, no. but <laughs> let's move to Nashville. <laughs> no, but but can like I love the idea. Can I just complain about L.A. and then say that we have to move to Nashville? It just makes me feel better. Just, you know, we could what you could honestly do. Sorry, I'm still getting caught up on all the weekend trips you could do. Bring Ember. If you book it two months in advance. Go on care.com, say, hey, I need a night babysitter from 7.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday night of May whatever. Book them in advance. Ember will be asleep. Go hit the town. Oh, my God. I got to do it. Austin's. Did you know it's like the live musical capital of the country? We're talking like even boutiques have stages in the back of their boutiques just set up for like Tuesday night open mics. That's so amazing. Like. It is that was, so fun. That dude. was like with Nashville. And it's I know it's like city. super touristy to, to say this, but like music row in Nashville, where you just go f- literally just like tons of bars with me- live music. Oh, yeah. Seven nights a week, days as well, like in a row. And you just hop from one to oh, the yeah. next. It was just it's so Austin fun. Has like, the- like a row of like themed bars, too. Like it's really fun and the day activities are wonderful during the summer there's a bunch of like swimming holes where like instead of public pools we're talking like rivers that are like blocked off so they're safe with like rolling grass on either (gasps) side so you go and spread out your blanket go hop in like this cold freshwater river everyone's got the kids like it's very fun vibes what if i bump into reality steve in texas though does he live in austin i don't know i'm scared (laughs) he's stalking you um, I also I've like I've never been to Florida. I've never been to uh You probably like Florida. I've never been to Boston. Florida feels like another country. 
Boston's so beautiful. Okay, that's we just, Evan Evans is like obsessed with Boston. I love Boston. And you, but here's here's the thing. And I love history. You know how the the uh, East Coast men make me weak. I can't go. To, I mm. can't go there. I'm gonna just be like, <laughs> I, I gotta live here. <laughs> it's gonna be too much for me. Well, Boston men are a lot, but I'm attracted to them. Where else have you? Have I asked <laughs> you been? You've never. Have you ever been to any of those? Like, have you ever been to Utah? No. Oh, oh no. Wait. I was in Utah for two hours. Okay, that is okay. <laughs> Utah's beautiful. beautiful, beautiful, like Montana. Have you been to Montana? Okay, so but I know, but Evan went with Ember. Yeah, I didn't go. Well, you gotta go. I had stuff going you on. Been to the Grand Canyon? No. <laughs> Bitch, you have got to see the U.S. of A. It is a beautiful place. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I have you been to Portland. Girl, okay, that's a weekend trip. That's a, that's an hour fifteen minute flight. That's an hour fifteen minute like, flight. <laughs> you have not been no, anywhere, bitch. You, it's embarrassing. I haven't been anywhere. And honest, and honest to God, I really haven't even been that many places in California. I've been a lot of like I've been I've traveled. You've been to Yosemite? No. Oh my God, we're gonna have to do Becca's travel guide. What the f- actual fuck? You guys. Oh, my God. I'm like, I am in pain. Oh, my God. It hurts me. <laughs> you've never. Oh, you've never been to Yosemite. What the f- actual fuck? Dude, no. to anyone listening, because I know that there is a bunch of you in California who have never been to Yosemite. First of all, get your priorities straight and get your fucking ass to Yosemite National Park. ASAP. People travel from around the fucking world you go there and there's you're gonna see within a 10 foot radius of you people speaking in fucking cantonese and russian and and spanish and any other language you could imagine within 10 feet of you because people travel from around the world to see yosemite if you live within five hours of it you have no fucking excuse This is Yosemite's main PR bitch over here. <laughs> They're hype, man. <laughs> Guys, I'm not Needless kidding. to say, Becca's no, no, no. been paid by Yosemite. <laughs> Dude, you will drive into the valley and you will be like, I can't believe I've never been here before. Mm. I mean, I would... You can stay in a hotel, too. You can stay in a Wani hotel. You don't have to camp. I'm fine camping so long as I have um, uh, a certain type of tent situation. It's really hard to get camping reservations like really really hard you have to book out like at least six months so. i just i have there's i i think i would be fine now camping with just like evan and i in a tent and evan ember and i'd be very happy the problem that i have and evan always talks about how much i hate camping the problem that i have is that the only camping experience i've ever had is with other people um like when we would like do getaways for church camp yeah or like random friends and I have a very weird phobia and it is a severe, like I, I really, it's actually like, it's very deep within me. Yes. I understand. Of people sleeping near me. Oh. It gives me insane what? anxiety. I don't understand. <laughs> sleeping people give me crazy anxiety. And it's one of the times I knew that I was in, that I was in love with Evan is that he like when he fell asleep on my lap and I wasn't horrified. I don't get it. Um, so if you and I like, what about this like, is how I know that I'm like, that I have a, when I have a special what if you like sleepover with Katie, that's when I know I have a special relationship okay. with people okay. is that like, I can fall asleep in a hotel room 
with like, let's just say you and Katie and Liz, I fall asleep in the hotel room. I wake up before you and I'm not freaked out that you all are sleeping around me. I can like weirdly sort of understand it. Okay. Like I can kind of get it. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't, I don't really like the feeling of, I don't like the feeling of waking up and the people around me still being asleep if I don't know them very well. Uh, Even to some of my good friends, it's almost like they're so vulnerable. It makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. And I, and it's one of those things where like, I can't, is it sort of that type of thing? Yeah. it's, It's like, it's, it's a vulnerability. It's also like, this is so wild. There's a smell about sleep. No, Jess, as you were talking about sleeping people, I shit you not. I you was s- thinking of the smell yeah. as you were talking yeah. about it. It, it. And I was oh. thinking, of, you know what? I I understand. Like, like <laughs> I don't have anxiety about it. But when you're talking but about you it, I can me? smell the smell. OK, I could like like the sort of like the warm stillness yes, in the room yes. where they're sleeping people. Oh, yeah, I I understand it. I hear you. And the, when you're talking about it, it's making me uncomfortable because I know what you're talking about. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. And it's one of those things, too. Where it's unpredictable because like, also like if they wake up, then you're just kind of like, Ugh, oh, uh. oh, that's and that's my biggest. And that's like uh, the weirdest part is that like one of my biggest fears that's unreasonable fear is that is an Evan makes fun of me. I call it the waking <laughs> like ever when the when the people wake up, I my discomfort level is even more like it, it explodes and it makes me feel really bad. How do I break it to some like of these friends? I'm about this now, honestly, like I've never thought about it in this way. And the more you talk about it, the more I'm kind of like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Listen. OK, so what if everyone's in separate tents? Does that make you a lot more comfortable? It does. But I still I still know they're around me sleeping. Okay. Now, if we all go away and like we're staying in different hotel rooms, I don't think about it. There's walls mm. between us. Okay. But when you know what it is, because then it's like if we're all sleeping in different tents and I want to wake up, I know that there's a potential that me waking up. Someone in the tent next to me hears me and then they begin to arise and then we're all around each other as we're waking up. Mm. I don't like being around people while we're all waking up. Mm. I hate being with people in like that first 30 is this minutes some sort of like childhood trauma thing i feel like it has to be i don't i don't know what it is but like <laughs> it it's it it prevent it's one of the biggest things that prevented me from like partying and drinking really hard in uh-huh. like college uh-huh. because i would refuse to end up crashing at someone's house uh-huh. and at the time uh there were there were no ubers right so you either had like a dd or you have to call a taxi so like i would very often be a dd because i would I would refuse. I could not spend the night at someone's house. That was actually, I was obviously, that was one of my favorite things. Back it's before, I, one of my absolute favorite things would be, yeah, just, yeah, crashing on friends, sleeping on the floor, sleeping on the couch, no, sleeping no, in bed with it. them. I just love, doesn't matter who it is. I liked it. I absolutely hate it. And listen, I will be there with you until seven in the morning when the sun is like, is, is out. I will go back to my house. I will sleep and I will show up the second that everyone's like, has w- woken up i'll come right back to the house but i don't want to be what about falling people asleep? asleep on the plane um that doesn't bother me because it, it's because it's a nap right it's like there's something about yeah. like there's something about like someone sleeping for the night and the heaviness of their sleep and the and the yeah. the, the, the the heaviness of their waking and, up and, and also i guess 
I don't like it if someone that I'm with falls asleep. But if a random person that I don't know is sleeping next to me on the plane, it doesn't bother me because they don't know, like, I'm not interacting with them. Right. You don't have any obligation to act a certain way around them when they wake up or whatever. We'll just pretend like it's not happening. Right. But, like, it's... So, the camping thing, like, when I would be in high school and we'd pack, like, six girls in a tent, I would dread it i would have radical anxiety going in i couldn't sleep and what would happen was i would sleep for like one hour and i'd wake up and i would sit by like a fire that i'd make outside of the tent and i would be awake i I would get zero sleep on camping trips because i just i couldn't it just would give me crazy anxiety Jeez, whenever i would not camping whenever i would go to way to camp my crazy anxiety was just about vomiting and i was i was for sure that someone in my cabin someone was going to get someone was going to vomit i was always afraid someone was going to get the stomach flu and i was going to get it and and he would actively think about that oh constantly oh no 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 yeah oh no like i would when we would go away for camp i wouldn't eat pretty much for the whole week because i had an idea that the camp food was going to make me give me food poisoning so i would just eat the safe foods which was like bread and like iceberg lettuce from the salad bar and like plain really sick plain pasta Well, I don't have that. (laughs) I've worked through that a little bit. Yeah, no. So I was like, I would only eat like safe things that I knew wouldn't make me sick. Like, or or not even like iceberg lettuce would be like, you know, cherry tomatoes with some plain bread and plain pasta. No meat sauce. Like a week going up. What is it? Is what is it about vomiting? I mean, vomiting is the worst. But what do you think? I was just vomiting. I was just terrified as a kid of it. Absolutely terrified. Actually, drinking helped me overcome it because. I would drink, I would get a hangover and I would throw up and I would feel better after throwing up. So it was exposure therapy for me. Uh, and um, nothing, nothing wor- is worse than when you have like a stomach flu and you throw up and you feel better for 30 seconds before it's, and then it's back again. Yeah, oh, I think I, I think it's actually it's really, really common. A lot of people were messaging me about it, about their throw up anxiety. And I think it just comes from it being traumatizing as a kid. Being oh, it's really, really yeah. sick. Oh, absolutely. But uh, oh, no, it was really it was really bad. It was really bad. I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram, but it would be like even at school, if someone would a kid would throw up in a trash can, I wouldn't go near that trash can the rest of the school year. Do you know that I got someone threw up on me when I was in cl- when I was in chapel once? Excuse me. Um, I don't know what how I would have handled that. I cried for like four hours. Yeah, that's horrible. I was in third grade. I would wear when someone would get sick at home. I would like wear a bandana around my face, like full COVID, like wouldn't oh go in God. near their room. You are so ahead of your time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a safety queen. Fauci would love me. Um, yeah, I was in I was in chapel and uh, oh, what a horrible memory. I was in chapel and there was this kid behind me and. Uh, he was in the other third grade class and all of a sudden I just felt going down my back. And at that age too, kids are cruel. And so they're like making fun of me. No, not him making fun of me somehow that I'm covered in throw up. You know what I mean? And I was sitting next to Austin Thornton, who was the love of my life. Everyone was named Austin, right? When yeah. When we were little, like mm-hmm. everyone. Austin was, even Austin. though we're kind of far apart. I had like four Austins in my class. Did you really? Yep. I had a lot of Austins and they were always kind of the hotties. I'll be real with you. <laughs> there was a couple hottie Austins for sure. Austin Thornton was uh, absolutely an absolute stud muffin and uh, was obsessed with him for many years. Um, I don't think he knew who I was, but <laughs> I looked him up recently. 
he's married with a kid. Oh, well. <laughs> congrats. Uh, congrats, Austin. <laughs> congrats, Austin. Blessings. <laughs> Mazel tough. Um, but yeah, he was sitting right next to me and this other kid threw up all over me and all the kids were laughing at me and I was the smell and everything. And it was absolutely horrible. And I was so embarrassed being next to Austin Thornton, but Austin Thornton right away was like, come here and like help take me to the bathroom and like helped wipe it everything That's off. That's really nice. He was the nicest. Like he Aww. was the kid who stood up for everyone and was like kind to everyone. He was true hottie. He was a true hottie. Love. love. <laughs> wow. We love you, Austin Thornton. So glad you're happy now. Hope you're happy. What if like Austin Thornton's wife listens to this podcast? That would be dope. I would. That would be dope. Shout out to your hubby who is an absolute gem. There was a hottie Austin from my Christian school. Anyone, I'm sure there's lots of people who went to the same Christian school as me who listened to this, who are going to know who I'm talking about, but he was kind of mean. In, high, in junior high Austin like knew he was a hottie and just kind of like acted that way you Austin know sounds but like made a name. more obsessed with him of course of course austin sounds like a name that like they they know they're hot and they're kind of cocky but they're still really hot yeah yeah and it kind of makes it makes them a little bit hotter but you hate it yeah you hate it oh uh, yeah austin thornton uh in my school was like the athlete already like at a young age he was like the tallest one and he was extremely athletic but he was kind of shy and quiet but he was like the really nice guy and i just followed him around like a puppy and i don't think he saw me following him around but oh. i would just like binoculars like from the trees <laughs> got an eye on you austin now have you ever gone on a camping trip though where like everyone gets fucked up because um, that's really fun and yeah no I, I, I haven't i need to see i need to do there's a few things that like when my anxiety was really really bad i never allowed myself to do yeah. um for a long time i wouldn't ever even go on group trips because my anxiety was so bad um like it was it was any sort of group trip again fulling like full anxiety yeah. to me because i didn't know what the sleeping situation would be yeah. and i didn't want to be the person to be like super demanding like no i'm sleeping there because you know everyone would be like okay like you have to split up yeah. the room equally and i'd be like i need my own bedroom yeah. and i was willing to pay yeah for my own room but i again didn't want to be that bitch to be like i'm gonna pay more money because i want my right. own room but right. i didn't know how to at the time express that it wasn't because i'm just being a bitch i was like no my i need my own space because of my anxiety attacks well like, it's good that you actually knew what the root of it was because with my throw-up thing I would just ha like I had the worst week ever and I would cry at myself to sleep every night and would like be so freaking out and hungry and everything. And I just didn't know like I didn't put two and two together. That's why I was miserable. So I like oh. wouldn't go to camp for years after. And I was just and like, I'm scared. Like I'm scared. It's just going to be really know. scary and horrible. Yeah. But I was also younger. I was like 11. So I didn't oh, really yeah, know. No, I was much older. I was I was like in <laughs> you're college. Oh, you're like no, I was, no like, I was in fucking college. I need my own room. <laughs> no, I was in college. No, I'm telling you like yeah. everyone. It was it was finally that age where like you could pay. We were working, yeah. you know, our like retail jobs or whatever. And we could pay to go away to like Big yeah. Bear for the weekend. And everyone would do that. And I would not. And I'd always come up with some excuse about like having to work or, you know, my, you know, my parents won't let me go yeah. this, blah, 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 whatever. Um, because I was so anxious about it. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I just realized like literally yesterday that in the past when I would have anxiety attacks, I thought that that was, um, this is like kind of embarrassing to admit, but not really. Cause I can't help that I was indoctrinated. I thought that that was like, I would label it and I actually prefer it now looking back on it to knowing it's a panic attack. I would label it like a spirit of fear. I would be like, Oh no, like. The spirit of fear is coming for me. 
Like mm. it's a demon. That's a spirit of fear. But it was actually kind of good because then I would just be like, it's I sort of wish I still believed that because in the past, that you think that it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know I didn't know what anxiety was or panic attacks or any of that until like a couple years ago. So whenever I would have any of that, I was just like the spirit of fear is trying to bring me down and it's Satan who's attacking me right now. OK, but then I would sort of be like Satan's attacking me and like. God will be on my side. Like I have to really like pray and focus on it and like make it go away. I'm talking like in like, well, like past, like well into college, like 21, 22. I still thought it was like a spirit of fear, oh, demonic wow. thing. Okay. And so, yeah, I would focus on like that until eventually, you know, like 15 or 20 minutes later, I would feel better. Wow. But I wish I still thought that because now instead when I get really anxious or getting panic attacks, I'm just like, ah, why is my brain doing this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, you're like, you're getting more like scientific about it. Yeah, and I'm like, like, this is thinking it's a demon. Well, I'm like, this isn't coming. Yes, I prefer the demon because instead I'm like, the scariest thing is that when the demon is you. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know. Are you a lyricist? Yeah, I just had that Scariest realization the other day. I was like, is when the demon is you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. <laughs> anyway, I miss when I thought panic attacks were demons. I mean, I I can I can kind of get that. Like there's the, the part of me that goes, oh God, because then <laughs> I, I remember thinking that then people thought they could just pray it away. They thought they could pray it away, but also then I remember people uh saying like you're in like i'm in sin for like allowing myself to mm. let myself succumb to the fear oh yeah so no. i felt a lot of shame around panic attacks because it was like you're allowing oh. your sinful nature to like you know no i was just like satan's attacking me No, I thought the opposite. I was like, it's because I'm doing the Lord's work and Satan is trying to bring me down. It's because I'm a very good spiritual person. Oh, That's why Satan oh is, is trying no. to bring me down. And listen, if I had those, if I thought it was because I was <laughs> killing the game and Jesus was like, yes, this is my queen. This is my Job, my my lady Job. And so now I will set. And then now there's like a Satan coming yeah, to, to test be like, me. oh, Lord. To like, test me. No, I would feel that I would, that would make me feel much better <laughs> than just being like, what is my body doing? Like, why, why is my, why is my brain? And I was like, just like, oh no, it's a demon. The demons are trying to bring me down but the Lord will prevail and I will fight the good fight. Goodbye, demons. Beelzebub be gone. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, you know. Miss that. Miss being evangelical <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Miss that for us. <laughs> no, it really works true. for me, honestly. I mean, listen, different strokes. Some things work for some people. As soon as I, you know, realized that I, uh, what was actually happening on my body, I felt a lot better. Not, I didn't, I still felt like shit, but I didn't feel shame with it. it it's was weird. Like, I feel let's... way worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I just feel like something's wrong with me when I'm having anxiety attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well no. the problem is actually is that i'm trying to like fight it you know so like when i start having anxiety i'm just like grinding my heels yeah. in like no i'm slipping down the yeah. slope no and then your body is gonna like seize up right. and it's and gonna I like can't do gonna... it but i haven't figured out a way to just accept it like, yeah so anyway i'm like no there was acid in the food i just ate i'm gonna come up on a trip right now oh no, no. <laughs> that's literally happens to me like once a week that you think you had acid in your food? Um, when I get really severely anxious, I start having like delusions 
that I'm I've been drugged or I've accidentally drugged myself or someone's drugging me. Okay. With uh, psychedelic drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who do you think is doing this? No one. I just think it's an accident, and I've eaten a CBD capsule. But someone at the CBD okay. factory by accident, sure, d- sure, sure, by accident, or is trying to fuck with people because mm-hmm. you know you've heard the stories, right? Where people put poison in like the Advil and were killing people. Back, did you know this was a real thing? No, but now I'm severely anxious. So now I'm like, yeah, sure. Somebody's probably on some weird trip, you know, thinking that they're going to enlighten the general population and they're dosing the CBD. That That is kind of what that's okay. what happens in my head. And okay. then I convince myself. And then for the next hour, I'm testing to see if I feel like I'm coming up. And then my anxiety makes me think that I'm coming up. And then I'm like, I am about to enter eight hours of a trip right now. And then it's about an hour and a half of hell. And then I realize that I'm okay. not coming up on a drug. And then I uh, calm down. That sounds horrible. Pretty bad. Um, do you call, do you name things around you? I call you? talk space. <laughs> I call talk space. Do you name things um, around you? That's something that has really helped me. I've heard of that. Is like, I've tried it. Okay. It's like, for me, it helps when someone's doing it for me. Like not... I, it doesn't help with me when I'm just saying it to myself, like getting gray okay. to be like, okay, what are, what are, what's something you can see right now? And I'm like, I see that the <laughs> couch is turning purple because I'm starting to drip on ass. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are getting the, wavy. The, the cells <laughs> are coming apart and we're all one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm becoming part of the wall. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's not a good feeling. I have my, my, um, I like counting my breaths. That helps me. I'll yeah. count in for six and breathe out for eight and count in mm-hmm. for seven and breathe out for nine. And I kind of like tapping helps me a lot. <sighs> tapping. Mm-hmm. It's, I forgot about that one. Yeah, tapping is really helpful for me. Uh, one of my biggest ones is that, um, I had a situation where, um, during, yeah, under the eyes. Of yeah, the, like that one. Okay, anyway. <laughs> just hit your eyeballs. Just acrylic nails in my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> this helps me. <laughs> um, no, I had a situation actually. Uh, we were we had started recording. No, was had we started recording the podcast? I think this was like right before, maybe a month before we started recording the podcast. I had a situation that scared me a lot. Where I um, was driving and I basically like, <laughs> I was driving and I started like seeing, I got like soup. I don't even know if I want to say this because I don't want to make you anxious. Okay. No, just tell me. Okay. I don't, you probably won't make me anxious. <laughs> okay. I was driving and I started like seeing stars um, and I was like, I'm, I'm pa- like, I was like, I'm passing out right now. Like I'm actively fainting. And uh, I was on the freeway and Ember's in the backseat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm black. Like, I'm blacking out. And um, and then I started like I couldn't like I couldn't breathe. And then I was getting like severe pain, like sharp pain in my arm. Like I was having a heart attack. And I it must have been it was must have been a form of a panic attack. But I was like I but I hadn't had at this point. I hadn't had a panic attack in many years like that was uh really physical phys- physical and yeah. also complete like when i say out of nowhere i mean like i'm talking with my baby in the back having a good day i'm singing you know alanis morissette as i'm driving and 
bam out of nowhere i'm like i'm blacking out i'm blacking out i'm blacking out like it was it was wild um and so i got off the freeway as quickly as possible i called evan and i tried to pull into a parking lot because i'm like i'm gonna pass out and i, I don't know if i'm having a heart attack like whatever and uh that ended up happening to me like I had like a month period where I was like they I was going into the doctor constantly oh, shit. and they were like checking my brain and everything because I was like I don't know what's happening right am what's I having happening? like a mini seizure or some yeah, shit am I having a, a heart stroke? attack yeah, like yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. I, might, I might be having a stroke yeah um and uh and so I was like but it kept happening and it would happen when I was driving and so it would scare me so much if I had to mm -hmm. drive like go mm -hmm. pick up Ember or anything like that um and I ended up at one point Evan was on tour and I was driving with Ember and it got so bad that I had to park the car and like lay on a sidewalk uh -huh. and check myself into the emergency room with Ember. And I was like, I'm in the ER holding my daughter. They've got like the EKG, EKG all over me. And I was like, I'm dying. Like it was, it was so over the, and I, and it was like, it's not funny. I'm No, I'm no, it was, but it was looking back. I'm just like, oh my God. But it was so like the physical symptoms were so intense and I've had panic attacks my whole, like my entire adult life, a lot of my youth as well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I know what a panic attack feels like. And it can feel like you're dying. It can feel like you're having a heart attack. But I had never had one that was purely physical. Mm. But then, of course, they started to get rapidly worse because then I was scared of having them. So anytime I'd get in the car, I'd be like, I'm, I'm about to have one. I'm about to have one. And, you know, they did a million tests on me and like I was fine. Um, and... So it's like, this has to just when did be it go away when you just kind of convinced yourself. Uh, like... I had to literally, and I, so I had to literally start like finding ways to, so tapping was really helpful yeah. for me. Um, uh, saying like, as I'm driving, like saying things like yeah. to Ember or Evan in yeah. the car, or like what I'll do is like, I talk on the phone a lot yeah. now when I drive Yeah, where I'm like, okay, if I have my brain distracted, yeah. then I don't do that. But that's so scary. Yeah, it was really scary. I guess I don't know then if I've had panic attacks because I don't usually have physical iterations aside from like tightness and no, chest. No, like, no, no, no. There's, there's like, that's what I'm saying. There's tons. Oh. Of, I had I I there's tons of different types of panic attacks. Because I know, yeah, some people feel like they're li like they're literally having a heart. I've never had a feeling like an actual heart attack feeling. Yeah. I've just had a feeling where, yeah, I just feel like, like my lungs are like no crushing. no you're having a panic attack 100 percent. it just like i think and it just manifests sometimes differently and when i was talking to a doctor later because it hadn't manifested emotionally at all for me i wasn't feeling panicked but then when i was really breaking down i was really stressed mm. but i had been kind of pushing it down and the doctor was like i think your body's literally just manifesting all of your stress and you might not be feeling stressed or anxious because you're pushing it down but your body's like exploding with stress. Dude, that's crazy. Stress is like not good. No. And it does manifest itself in crazy fucking Wild ways. Wild ways. Wild ways. What was happening to me a lot recently before we started getting help, um, before I started getting like literal like help with the kids and stuff is I would be fine all day. And then all of a sudden I would have like really big emotional outbursts and breakdowns where I'd start yeah. like wanting to throw things or I like would be throwing mm -hmm. things and I would just be like... <gasps> <sighs> like i like i'd just be like so mm -hmm. crazy out of control mm -hmm. that was crazy i've never really been like that before do you think some of it was postpartum um no that was like two or three months ago okay but i never really had that ever before postpartum i mean i'm, I'm sure that that would play into it but you know that was probably seven or eight months later i think it was just I don't I don't think that I've ever dealt with 
consistent stress before. Yeah, you had five million things happening. Well, and the at only once. stress I've been exposed to has been like, um, I mean, there's definitely emotional stress before, but not ever. It's always been like, you know, school stress where then I'm like, it's going to be over in mm-hmm, two weeks. Mm-hmm. But then when it's ongoing for months and you suddenly feel like you're not, you, you, you start breathe. recognizing yeah. that you, that you don't, there's not an end in sight. Mm-hmm. That's when you start. That's when I started being like the stress started living in no. my body all the time. Yeah, you're like, I can't, I cannot function. Like I can't breathe. And then I'd be functioning and then it'd be like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I like want to like bang my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stress is not good. No. What's been, have you been having help? Getting things? help, getting help like with the kids mm-hmm. was a big one. But then also I'm like, you know, I've kind of, now that I've had time to sort of breathe, I'm like, okay, so if I don't have the capacity for it, I'm going to, a lot of people don't talk about this and I'd actually like to have an episode talking about this. A, a lot of people talk about how to come out of failure, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. businesses, projects, school, whatever. A lot of people don't talk about how to st- take a step back from success. And that's been something that I've been really reflecting on lately Mm -hmm. is we do not because of our like, let's go, let's grind culture mentality more, more, more. Yeah. You're killing it. Let's kill it at more instead of being like, I'm killing it and it's killing me. So Mm. I'm actually going to cut this out. Yeah. Even though it's financially successful, whatever maybe this is not good for me. So I am going to step away from it because the goodness of something is not only measured by how much money it's making and like how well it's doing. Absolutely. The success of something is how well I'm doing while doing the thing. And so I've had to start reframing that and being like, we need to talk about more in our society about saying, I'm not going to do that even anymore, even though it's going well. That is, if I am not well, it is not well. That is a, a really, really important conversation. So maybe we can talk about that more. Yeah. No, I'm, I I think I think that that's an extremely important conversation. Speaking of which, what is well for me is I've got to go home and eat dinner. Girl, let's let it get that food in your belly. Maybe a little bit of June shine. When was that happening, though? I had to ask when was that? Re- that wasn't recent, was it? No, that was that was uh, maybe like two months before we started the podcast is <sighs> when like it kind of stopped. Like like where, I, where I got like, my, a handle on it. But Evan had been Evan was on tour for quite some time. And, um, so, and Ember didn't have at the time Ember wasn't in like daycare or, uh, it, so I was with her full time and, um, I was just alone here for like a couple months by myself with Ember. And I think it just like kind of got to me and there were like other family things going on and whatever. And it was just a, like, I just had like a lot that I was felt like I was processing and it, just kind of started to happen and i think then and then and then it was i think the fear too of like you know every night sleeping by myself when i was having these like things where i felt like i was having a heart attack because then i was like i don't want to be sleeping alone i have my kid here oh so i was having my mom call me every morning like i'm like just call me every morning so that like in case something were to happen to me Ember wouldn't be alone. Ember's not alone. Like that was then I was like, you know, my, that was, that was the whole thing. But then, but then, uh, I got a handle on it and, uh, that was maybe about two months before we started the podcast. I got a handle on it. And then I, I have it just now every once in a while, like 
It's and it's typically manifested with a combination of right around now for me, right around when I'm um, PMSing, mm. like right about to start uh-huh. my period, about two days before I start my period, combined with if I'm stressed. So if there's like a lot going on and I'm about to, like, for example, I had one of my and it wasn't bad, but I was when I was driving, I all of a sudden was like, up. Oh, there's pain in my arm. I'm seeing spots. I feel like I'm going to pass out uh, like two weeks ago, right around when we were first talking about all the Steve stuff and everything was hitting the fan. And we, you and I were, you know, behind the scenes, you and I were having a lot of conversations and making sure that we were good and like making sure that we were putting out correct information and stressed about putting it out. And I was just starting my period and like, there's just been hecticness in life and whatever. And all of a sudden I was driving and I'm like, and it's almost a good now, like I'll call Evan or my mom and be like, okay, I need to talk until I get to my destination. I'm having one of my things and they're like, great. And then I'm okay. Um, but it's also a good reminder of exactly what you're talking about, where mm-hmm. it's almost a good checkpoint where I'm like, bitch, you need to just chill for a second. You need to slow your brain down, put your phone away. Stepping away from the phone is huge. Massive. Sometimes Massive. I will just be scrolling through my phone and all of a sudden I am, gr- it happened the other night. I was gripped by like <laughs> choking. It's it's the it's the nonstopness of our of our society where it's like, the second that you're done moving something with your hands, you continue to move with your mind with this scroll. Like it's just, it's, and then you're laying in bed and it's, it's, it's literally like information downloading, information mm-hmm. downloading with every single swipe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it seems so silly, even with like, like even when there was so much bachelor stuff happening when like simultaneously there was all this drama going on in bachelor nation. Every two seconds there was news. And then there was, uh, you know, the season happening. And so I felt like when I was like, I can't put my phone away. Cause if I put my phone down for five minutes, I'm going to miss information. Then I'm have to spend all this time catching up and it's going to be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know what? It just, you got to put the phone down sometimes. It doesn't, it doesn't down. matter. Yep. It'll be there when you come back and it, you know, might take a minute to like, I believe this is another thing I want to talk about in the future. Phone addiction. Look. Oh, man, this is I can't get into it now. I can't get into it now because we got to wrap yeah, up. I want you to eat. I want we you gotta to wrap eat. up. But that's, but a, that's a great podcast like, episode. Dude, it's all I'm going to say is it's fucking real. It is real. I have seen the behaviors of addiction in the cycles of shame that I feel with my phone usage. I know I'm completely addicted to my phone. And I like, I, I, I do this like self beratement and then this shame. Yep. And then when I'm feeling stuck in my shame of my phone usage, I spend even more time of it. I'm just like, oh, I don't have control mm-hmm. over it. I just will sit here another two and a half hours before going to bed. And then I feel like shit. And the next day I pick it up again and I just can't help myself. And like, it's gnarly. It's like the level of it being like, honestly, like taking a hit. Like the fact that I, I think I've talked about this before, but every time I, um, get in an elevator or I'm standing for a moment or at a doctor's office sitting next to somebody that I am I that I don't know yeah. I have to be here like I can't just sit in the back of an uber or stand or when for, you're standing in line standing in line or yeah going in an elevator standing next to somebody I I like I, it has to, my my apps have to open yep and it's like whoa yep. my god think if think if what you switched with the phone was a substance and that's how often you were consuming something like that would be bad yeah imagine if we just switched it out with 
a jug of water. <laughs> we would be so hydrated. Level of pickups a day, 272. I am drinking 400 ounces of water a day now, now that I switched out my phone with a hydro jug. Can you please do an ad <laughs> like for that on your Instagram? <laughs> I just filled my water bottle. Can you please do an ad for that on Instagram as a joke, like a reel? Like I'm doing an ad for <laughs> this water company. Now that I've switched out my Instagram app for my hydro jug, I eat and drink 500 ounces of water a day. <laughs> You're just in that puking up water violently because you've had way too much like you're just oh bathroom break i'm in there for like six minutes just pss, constant stream of piss okay All right. we've been talking too long we've been talking too long we love you thanks for being tangential with us and tune in thursday when we release our lisa, lisa vanda pump episode chat soon broad chat soon Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess.